Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the New Hunter's Guide the podcast helping new hunters get started and helping active hunters learn new things. I'm your host, George Kanidis, and today we're going to talk about hunting backpacks. Say you're new to the hunting or you're new to a certain kind of hunting and you want to get a new backpack or you're just thinking about upping your game on backpacks. Um, you know, a hunting backpack in my mind is one of the most important pieces of gear. Although it need not be one of the most expensive pieces of gear, contrary to what a lot of people might tell you. But it's important to have a good backpack that fits your style of hunting, and that's what's so important. I'm not going to recommend a backpack to you guys because, um, you know, there's my particular style and what I like would not necessarily be what anybody else likes. So my recommendation would essentially be a bad, could be a bad recommendation to every single person listening because it all depends so much on you and what you like. But there's some common things, some common elements and factors, things you should think about and look for as you're making a decision on what to get. First and foremost is concealment. I don't care what kind of hunting you're doing. You want a backpack that doesn't stand out, that's inconspicuous. It ought to be camo or black or some combination of black, brown, and or camo so that you can, you know, it's not going to spook a deer, it's not going to spook a turkey, it's not going to spook a crow, it's not going to spook a bobcat, it's not going to spook any animal out there. You're like, well, I'm only going to be hunting such and such. Says you today. 11 years from now, you might still be using the same backpack hunting different stuff you never even thought about and just you know a little bit of thought now can give you a piece of gear that could literally last you know half a lifetime uh, i've been using the same backpack now for 
uh, about four years and but I've done a lot more with it than just hunt I've I took my backpack when I went to Israel I took my hunting backpack as my travel pack I mean I had a, a lot you know I had a big luggage but I didn't take a carry-on I just I checked a bag and then I took my hunting backpack and uh, because I knew one I can walk with that bag all day I could walk 10 miles I could walk 15 miles um, so taking that back to, on a tour was, you know, I, I knew exactly it wasn't going to bother me. wasn't going to wear and, you know, rub some weird way on my shoulders. I knew how it was going to feel. I knew how much weight I could put in it and still carry it all day long. I knew exactly where I would put whatever I was going to take with me to, to carry. And, um, you know, it's just the kind of piece of gear that is multi-purpose, and if once you get used to it in the woods and you can rely on it for hunting, it's easy to, to use it for something else. So you want some kind of concealment. You, you, you want it to be black, brown, or camo. I recommend, you know, camo, or mine is a combination of camo and brown, um, a light brown and camo, and it works good. Is it, you know, 100% super duper concealed? Um, no, it could have been maybe a little bit more camo and a little bit less Field and Stream logo. Um, I've not gotten to the point yet where I sharpied over the logo, but kind of salty about that Field and Stream. Just letting you and everybody else who makes all this camo stuff with orange logos on it, just stop it, okay? I bought a hunting blind a couple years back. I don't even remember what the brand was. Full camo blind, great works perfectly good zipper giant blue logo on the front gigantic blue logo just you know built into the the material it wasn't a sticker you couldn't take it off it was you know just built in and i'm sitting there i'm like blue is the only color or it rather blue is the color that deer see brighter than any other color in the spectrum this is the worst thing you could ever do. So I had to Sharpie over that with five different colors of permanent marker to turn that into camo. But you want something that's concealable, that's easily concealed. Something that you can drop on the tree next to you. Something if you're wearing on your back and you need to stop because something walks across the path, that's not going not gonna to set, set you off. And um, something that is just easy to conceal. Number two. You want something that has the right amount of compartments and the right type of compartments for your style. So my backpack has, it has a big main compartment and there's just like a little fold divider in there, but it's one big compartment. Inside the fold, I put, um, you know, paper towels, trash bags, plastic bag, um, little stuff like that. It's the part that's up against your back. So I put that softer stuff in there on that part of it. It's thin, takes up almost no space, but it's good padding for whatever else you might put behind it. And then in, in, in the big area, that's where I put all my gear. And then on the back, it has, uh, there's one zippered pouch on the back. And that's where I throw my flashlight, my keys, wallet, phone, um, whatever I might need to grab and access you know, my extra battery charger, um, earplugs, uh, if it's, 
If I'm going out, depending on what it is, I might put a light pair of gloves in there, just something I can access easily without opening up the whole pack. Maybe I'll put my hand warmers back there, my extras, so I don't have to dig for them in the bag. If I'm in a tree or if I'm you know, sitting still turkey hunting, I can minimize my movement. And then it's got a, um, it has a little side pocket pouch flap thing that I can just slide a water bottle into. Uh, and that's basically it. You know, inner big inner pouch with a thin divider, back zippered pocket, side water bottle pouch. And then there are some, some nice little features, you know, adjustable straps. There's a couple little carabiner hooks um, where you can put a carabiner to hang something else like a water bottle or a seat or whatever and some strapping and ribbing that you might need to tie something to. Uh, that's all helpful. None of that's a game changer, but those are nice little features. But most importantly, when I put it on, it has good padded straps and the padding is where it needs to be to fit my shoulders and my back. Uh, when I wear my backpack, it sags a little based on how big I am and how big it is and how I tighten the, the straps to be able to carry the weight the easiest. But that works out fine for me. It works out good. Um, it, it has all the features that I like. Now, I know some people, they like to have, you know, 10 different pockets on their backpack. I thought, listen to me here, I thought that was me. I thought that was my style. Until, I get into, until you get into the woods, though, and you realize, or I realized, you know what? Um, I don't remember what pocket I put such and such in. And now I'm going through three, four, five, six, ten pockets trying to find uh, my turkey call or my keys or my flashlight or my earmuffs or earplugs or my cell phone or whatever I'm looking for and my gloves. And now I got everything's compartmentalized, but I don't remember what compartment it's in. Even if you packed it in the morning and usually... Just speaking from experience and what I've read and most of the human beings that I've met in my life, most hunters, they pack their bag and then they may not open certain things again that season. Maybe not even till the next hunting season. Some may, you know, they never look what's in their bag, which I think is borderline irresponsible. But, you know, you are not going to remember what's in all those different places. And then I, you know, that's what made me realize, you know what, simple is better. Big pouch, small pouch. The little stuff I need to access quickly goes in the small pouch. Everything else goes in the big pouch. Done. Easy. Water bottle on the outside. And let me tell you, a water bottle pouch is huge. You gotta have a good water bottle pouch. Absolutely critical. If you're going to be in the woods for any period of time, you need water, you should drink water, you get dehydrated just sitting there. Like, what do you mean you get dehydrated just sitting there? You just sit somewhere for a day, you get dehydrated. You wouldn't sit in a house for a day, you'd sit in a house eating and drinking and doing all kinds of stuff. You'd take in plenty of water. You go to work, you're going to be drinking with every meal. You might have a cup of water next to you, you have some coffee, you have a Coke, whatever. You need to have something to drink. You need to drink more often than you think you do when you're in the woods. Bottom line, you have to drink more often than you think you have to drink because you usually drink too little and infrequently. 
and then you often sweat because you got all this warm clothing on even if you're sitting still even though you're cold it's just part of the game so you got to have water and easy access to water is important uh, I always have a water bottle in my backpack that's full at all times you know if I drink half a water bottle when I get to the car I take that one out I put a fresh one in and then I drink the half one while I'm in my car so no matter what that backpack no matter when I grab it what season it is there's always a water bottle in it with threats to our nation waiting around every corner adaptability is more important than ever when conditions change without notice quick strategic thinking is crucial and with obstacles consistently impending determination is essential in overcoming them it's this willingness decisiveness and resilience that sets marines apart with our fighting spirit we don't just fight battles we win them marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown and through adaptable problem solving we do just that learn more at marines.com and i just use the disposable water bottles why because it's too much work to have a big water bottle and you gotta rinse it clean it make sure it's topped off make sure nothing's growing in there make sure it hadn't been in the sun too long make sure that uh you can find it no forget about that that's too much work too much time too much thinking i'm not going to invest that then we get a little plastic water bottle you get you know 48 of them at sam's club for three to four dollars Put a water bottle in there, boom, good to go. Easy mode. If you're in a survival situation, just fill up that water bottle from the creek, whatever. It, it, it's just as good as a refillable one. Maybe it's not insulated. You know how many times, though, I've had water freeze in my bottle that was a problem? One time. You know why it froze? Because I left it in the car overnight and it was 20 degrees. It wasn't even frozen in the morning, but it was so cold that by midday, it had frozen. But if I would have not left it in the car as I knew better, then uh, I would have been fine. Because it just takes longer for a water to freeze at room temperature than you think it does. Unless you're hunting in Siberia, then maybe you need an insulated water thing. But for anybody listening to this podcast, I'd be shocked if just a regular water bottle wouldn't be the perfect thing pretty much every time so you know it all depends on your style for pockets so you got to have good concealment you got to have the right makeup of pockets and the right level of comfort comfort is key you want to be able to wear that thing um, you know for an entire day or two days or a trip at a time if you're looking at a backpack in the store and you think you find one that you like put it on and keep going around the store shopping just looking at stuff, getting a feel. How does it rub? How does it wear? How does it feel? Um, you know, be careful you don't make it look like you're trying to steal it, but just try it out for a while. Anytime I go to buy a pair of shoes, I put those shoes on at the store. I walk around for 20 minutes looking at the other shoes or other stuff, just looking for, does this rub wrong? Does this bug me? Is there anything here that's, you know, liability? So number one, got to have good concealment. Number two, you got to have the right balance of pockets and pouches for you. Number three, it's got to be comfortable. And then number four, waterproofing. Waterproofing is very, it's a big deal. It's important. Eventually, you're going to get caught in some rain. So you want to have a bag that's waterproof or water resistant, or you do what I did 
because of factor number five that I didn't tell you about yet. And I keep a big plastic garbage bag inside my backpack in, in that little pouch. It takes up no space. And if I get caught in a torrential downpour, I can just pull that out and put my backpack inside of the plastic bag. Now, why would I do that? Well, that's because of factor number five, and that's price. How much money do you want to spend on a backpack? Sky is the limit. You could spend 10 bucks. You could spend 300 bucks. There's probably stuff out there even that's more expensive than that. I just don't even know where you go to find that kind of stuff because I wouldn't shop there. But it's all about price. How much are you, do you want to invest? You know, Some people would say, well, get the most expensive backpack that you can afford. Uh, I don't know that you need to go that far. I found a backpack. Uh, it was at one of those sporting goods stores. It had enough concealment. It had the pouch, you know, the pouches and the space that I felt was important and a good fit for me. It was comfortable. Um, it wasn't waterproof or even water resistant, really, other than just the, the sheer thickness of it. Um, but it was like 30 bucks, $33, I think is what it was on sale, end of season clearance, whatever it was, 30 bucks. And I was like, you know what? I could buy a hundred dollar backpack that's waterproof and has all the other things, or I get the $30 backpack and I'll throw a garbage bag inside of the backpack in case I ever run into a big downpour. You know how many times though I've ever actually really had to do that? I don't think it's ever happened. Now there was once I was out and I had some, uh, uh, you know, some waterproof, uh, what was this, a vinyl raincoat and I, you know, put the, my backpack under that, but I knew it was going to rain that day. So, um, you know, I had the waterproof gear with me or an umbrella. You know, I always look at the forecast. If there's any chance of rain, I'm throwing an umbrella in my bag just because I've been caught out and uh, wish I would have. So now I make sure to take an umbrella. If it's going to be torrential or there's a, a good risk of it, and I, I'm sure I want to hunt, then I'll probably take more rainproof gear that I'm going to wear. But that's another episode. So, you know, those are the five factors that you want to balance, that you want to juggle. I don't think you need to spend 100 bucks or 200 bucks or 300 bucks on a backpack unless you find the perfect backpack and you say, hey, this is worth this much money to me. I thought I was going to have to spend that much until I found one and I was like, you know what? This is everything that I want. 30 bucks. Price is way less than I was planning to spend. And, um, you know, 10 cents worth of plastic garbage bag inside of it. That's, that's going to save me $100. So, boom, there I went. Threw that in there and then I was good to go. So let's just recap real quick. You want to make sure that you have the proper amount of concealment. You want to make sure that you have the right number of pockets that fit your style. I recommend less pockets just because of simplicity and not having to hunt for things, especially in the dark. Number three, you got to have the right amount of comfort. Uh, you got to be able to wear that thing all day to the point where you're so comfortable with that piece of gear that you could take it on a tour of another country because you know that you can carry that thing all day and you know how you can find what you want to find. Number three, or excuse me, number four, waterproofing. Very important. 
It's either got to be waterproof or you got to have a waterproof plan, which could be a 10 cent garbage bag. And then number five, price. What's your budget? What are you willing to spend? What works for you? Um, you know, I think you ought to be able to find a great backpack for 50 bucks or less, but you might have to do some work for it. Um, you might have to look for some end of season clearances. You might have to go to some closeout stores. You might have to check the sale racks. You might have to look online for Black Friday sales or whatever you got to do. Um, but I would not, I wouldn't buy a backpack without trying it on unless you've got a free return policy or a great return policy, just because I think there's so much, and even just feeling the quality of it, what zipper is going to break. You know, you really want to get a sense for what's the quality of that thing and is it worth what, it, what you're going to pay for it and is it going to last long enough for you to really feel good about it. So I always recommend try it at a store. Uh, it doesn't have to be a name brand bag, but try it at a store. If you, if you do want to order something, make sure you can return it if you're not happy with the fit, with the feel, with the quality, whatever it is. But hopefully that'll help you guys pick out a hunting backpack. Uh, make sure you head to the website, newhuntersguide.com. Check out the show notes for this episode for more tips and takeaways, other shows, episodes, things you guys can listen to. Share this with a friend. Go ahead and sub subscribe. Leave me some feedback or some questions. Uh, till next time, appreciate you guys. Have a great one. God bless and go get them in the woods.